Hello, everybody. Thanks for jumping in another episode of the Access Potential Podcast. You're here with John Marsh. I hope you had a great weekend. Great start to your Monday. We missed the episode last week. I did have a conversation with a guest, uh, but there was an issue with the audio. So hopefully I can get that sorted to get it up. Uh, but anyway, today we're going to move forward. We are going to have a conversation around structures for your business. Uh, of course, this tips into productivity and planning, uh, but then also has this other side to it where not only do we start to see ways to get more stuff done uh, and move the needle in the business or in our work, but it also opens up this other side where we get to have less stress, more time outside of the business, doing the things that we love, basically a, a better life really uh, as a business owner or creator as well um, we'll keep this one a little bit shorter this is a solo episode i'm also going to keep it a little bit more macro or higher level i'm not going to get into the different apps for productivity the different pomodoro methods the different you know chairs to sit on for different posture and more productivity and focus. I'm going to keep it high level on the things that I think move the needle, the things that I've seen work with uh, other service business owners. And then you can go deeper from that point, uh, depending on your situation. So let's jump in. This is John Marsh and you're listening to the Access Potential podcast. Okay, a little bit of context. So this all of this talk about structures and productivity and planning, this can create a lot of friction for some people. If you weren't raised with this, if you, if this is new to you, if you like to do things more intuitively, I get it. It's not going to feel like it wants to gel. That was me, right? That was the same thing. Uh, I was not raised in a family where we had a lot of clear structures around what was coming up. Uh, it was something that I definitely learned later in life. In fact, my first business, which was the retail store, was very unstructured. Of course, when you open a business, you've got, you know, in that business, we had open times and closed times and days for stock take and ordering and tax. And these things create a, a default structure. But I certainly wasn't uh, proactively bringing helpful structures in to further the business. And the result was <clears throat> we, I, I was able to get a manager in and he did very well, especially considering the lack of structure I'd created for the business. But the result was a plateau. And so we would, we would hit certain revenue uh, over and over. And it was, it was, it did well, but it was not where it could have been. And I remember being away the first holiday that I took, we were in, um, we were over in Tahiti and the business was managed. And I remember thinking about all these different elements of the business and a big part of that as a business owner, you're always going to probably have one bit of your psyche on your business, you know, on your baby, on the thing that you've created <clears throat> or that you're a part of. But a lot of it was because I just hadn't set up clear structures. And so my mind was split into different, into the business as well. So 
that was a turning point for me. Uh, we started to implement more structures uh, at the gym uh, and slowly learned different areas where, where and why they were needed and how they were helpful. And so today we're just going to run through what's called a top-down approach, which is one way to think about your, your planning uh, to be more effective and to have a little bit more structure in place. Okay, so there's lots of ways to do it. This is, this is one, right? So we're going to basically, we're basically going to go just to three levels, all right? We're going to start at the top level and the top level that we begin with is the change that we want to create in the culture. What is, what's the vision? What's the place that we're going with the business? Uh, in 2016, I ran a retreat, a movement and meditation retreat. We had nine or 10 really cool people there, a few business owners. Uh, and one of my friends and mentors, Pete Jacobs, who has been on the podcast, he is a world champion Ironman triathlete. And we, Pete came in and he did a talk about mindset. And he was talking about um, nutrition at the time. And I remember very clearly he said, you know, if you don't have a goal, if you don't have a, a vision of where you want to go, of course, you're going to give in to the distractions and the cheap meals and you're going to skip out on your training. And what he was saying really was, you know, to focus on productivity or effectiveness at the day-to-day -day level without the vision, without the overall story that you want to create being a little bit clear is very, very difficult. You know, our brains, our bodies, they crave stimulation and they crave growth. And so if we don't have a journey, if we don't have a story or a direction that we want to go, they'll look for that stimulation somewhere else. You know, it'll be Instagram, it'll be Facebook, it'll be your email. The story is what drives our day to day. Okay, our overall direction, where are we going with this? So if you're in a business and it's brand new, you want to spend some serious time on this. You know, a lot of times when I work with business owners, they'll say, I need to be more productive, you know, or I want to, I want to have less distraction. But what will really come up is that we need to spend some time on getting clear on the vision, right? The journey, where are we wanting to go? Now, it doesn't necessarily need to be crystal clear, but you need to have some way of seeing it in the mind's eye, some way of articulating it, right? So that you have the feeling of this in front of you. Uh, if you're in a partnership, of course, this is even more critical because everything that you do is going to come back to this, right? Uh, your values, your vision, where you're going. And as you bring staff in, same thing. It's going to inform the training. It's going to inform how you help them to show up, right? How you help to educate them in the business. So that's the first thing. Where are we going to go? And without that, uh, going into the deeper levels of the structure for productivity, effectiveness, really is limited because we there's, there's kind of no real why, I suppose, if you steal 
um, Simon Sinek way of, of speaking about it. So that's first step. What's the story that you want to create? Okay. And it could just be that if the only thing that you get out of the podcast is that you want to spend an hour or a day or a week getting clearer on that, that's a huge win, right? Number two, we set up some cycles. You cannot expand in perpetuity, right? And this is something I learned from another mentor of mine, Cole, uh, who kind of comes at things from an osteopathic way and in a way of more, um, I, I guess, a more human, more biological sense is that we have this expansion and contraction in the universe, in the body, in in everything, in nature. And so we can look at our work and go, okay, cool. We can't just expand forever. We need to... Um, you know, consolidate, we need to contract sometimes, regroup, and then expand again. So what we do is we set up eight week expansion cycles, eight week cycles of work that have a specific intent to expand the business to grow in a particular area. And this is where business coaching really comes in because we sit with somebody and we go, okay, cool. Where do we want to go, right? This is the vision, the story. Great. All right, let's dive in here. Let's look at what's going on. You know, tell me about your marketing. Tell me about, uh, you know, the service that you provide. Tell me about the sales cycles that you have and in the conversion with your sales. Where can we see that it might be helpful to introduce some projects in this eight week cycle to help grow the business? Okay, what are the low hanging fruits to begin with, but then also what are the structural shifts or areas that we need to focus on to grow the business and maybe refining the customer segment and maybe refining the marketing, the messaging and maybe uh, it may a lot of times it's with culture and teams and it may be that yes, it's the marketing and messaging, but also we have a gap and the team isn't all on the same page around what that messages and what their vision is and who they're serving okay so we get clear on some projects one two three projects in the business for the next two months okay now we're talking about business here you also could do your relationships you could do your training you could do a number of different areas eight week cycle what do you want to happen right sit with somebody if you need to, to see together to, to, to do some curiosity based coaching to find out what may be important. Okay, sometimes we can't most of the time we can't see this with our own eyes. All right, next level, we're going to look at the month ahead. Okay, so we look at a monthly planner. Okay, I'm not going to go into massive detail here because uh, I look, I'm looking over at my monthly planner at the moment. Basically, there's a lot of, uh, there's, we can go quite deep. We can get very specific. Um, I like to have the different roles that I, that I have, like so business owner, coach, husband, brother, son, these different roles that I play in my life, right? Each role can have a specific goal and then I can map these out across the week. But basically, 
we want to look at the month and we want to go, okay, cool. What are the, what are the main uh, buy wins, the main ship dates, the main events that we have identified in the eight week cycle that we need to put into the month? So I might have a, uh, I might have an open day. I might have a marketing campaign that gets launched. I might have a sales cycle that kicks off. I might have a holiday booked. I might have a wedding I need to go to. I put all this stuff into my month ahead. Okay, these are these are kind of constraints. These are hard constraints that we've identified either for the business or for a relationship or another area. So my month has these mapped up. For me this week, for example, we're going on a little holiday. And so that was booked in uh, the end of January, right? The dates were booked in. Doesn't mean you can't do surprise things or any of that. It's just that you're clear on what's coming up so that you can organize and create structure around that. Then what we do is we go on a monthly planner. You can still look at each week, right? You get to look across and each week is on a row. And so when you get to the Sunday or the Monday, you get to look at the week ahead and you get to take these different whatever roles you want to look at. If we stick with business, you get to take your business and you get to look at what specific goals you want for the business in that week. You might have three or four goals and you get to put them into specific time brackets in that week ahead. So by now, if we zoom out real quick, we're looking at what we've got for the week ahead, right? It's Monday today. I now know the rest of this week, the main elements, the main where, where the main work is for each specific goal for my business that's in line with the eight week cycle that's in line with the story that I'm creating for my business. Okay, and we did that very simply, just three steps. We, we stepped it down, we started at the high level and then we stepped it down. Now, I've also got these other roles, right? So what I'm doing as a husband, what I'm doing is a, I, I teach movement once a week at a gym, the, the movement collective here. So I put that in there. I put what I do as a member of the community, what I do as a son, what am, like, you know, maybe I'm cooking dinner on certain nights. This stuff all can go in, right? As, as different, uh, different elements of work or different goals. Now, this is at the moment, we're still all on a hard copy wall planner, right? For me, I've got my main delivery work, which is which is face-to-face -face coaching either online or offline for businesses. So this gets booked in with calendars and it's on a Google calendar. So I need to cross-reference this and I either need to put my the stuff from each when I get to the day into my calendar or I take that uh, those those appointments and I put them on the monthly. I tend to keep my all of my calls and my appointments on the digital and then everything else is on the hard copy and I just marry them up at the beginning of each week and then uh, as a quick review at the start of each day okay all right so we're pretty close here we're almost we're starting to get a doubt I know what's happening each week that is the key thing now there's a concept that was introduced to me from Ruby, my wife, and she, I think, learned it from another coach. And I'll have to ask her who the name was, uh, but it's called Monday Hour One. And 
Ruby introduced this term years ago. And Monday hour one is the first thing Monday morning. First thing Monday morning, I look at the week ahead. I look at what are the items that are outlined? What have I got coming up? I ask the question, can I eliminate any of these items? Are they all necessary? Can I delegate any of these items? Is there anyone I can enroll to help me in any of these tasks that may not be in my zone of genius, right? So I'm doing a check to make sure that I'm not just going to waste a bunch of time, you know, as um, I think it's Stephen Covey talks about, there's no sense hacking through a jungle with a machete if you're in the wrong jungle, right? So we want to make sure that we're working on things that suit us and where we want to go. Okay, now, hopefully I've eliminated a couple of things. Maybe I had to add something. I'm pretty much set. The only step left now is end of day and start of day. I'm going to do a quick check. What didn't get done? Can I move it to the next day? Can I delete it? At the beginning of each day, what's on for today? What's clear? You know, and I've got a list of things. You're going to set up this list of things you got to do for the day in a different way. I use a piece of yellow paper uh, because that's what my grandpa did on my mom's side. And so there's a bit of nostalgia there and it's nice and simple. And I, I don't I'm not a huge digital. I don't think there's, an, there's enough digital in the world. I'm happy to use some paper for my daily planning. You're going to do whatever works for you. Now, I take these items that are for the day and I separate them into the types of energy that they are. So some are creative, some are delivery and some are communications based. And I lump them together. Sometimes it'll be most of a day will be on one of them. But my creative stuff typically is first, my delivery is second, and then the communications is last. Okay. So what that means is uh, copywriting, content creation, marketing campaigns, website copy, um, download, PDF copy or editing first, okay? Before 10 a.m. for me, uh, it's gonna be different for everybody. That takes the most amount of energy and focus uh, from the creative perspective. Second is delivery. For me, this is my coaching. This is my main work. This takes more of a listening focus. So empathy and listening, right? Design thinking and strategy. It's a different type of work completely. And this goes from 10 a.m. Uh, no later than 3 p.m., 4 p.m. Because I don't want to be trying to serve somebody at 7 p.m. With this type of work, it just would not uh it, it would not be it would not be effective or powerful okay so there's only so much of this kind of work we can do uh to to show up powerfully and so that's locked in communication stuff replying to emails i put that at the end of the day but everyone's going to be different okay so when we circle back we had the story we're creating with the business, where we're going, our vision, our values. Do we know this? Is this clear? Can we articulate this? Have we shared this with our partner, with our business partner, with our staff? Cool. Well, if we know where we want to go, 
let's come up with some project to help us get there. Could be sales, could be marketing, could be delivery, could be innovation. Is it a workshop? Is it a campaign? Let's lock these into an eight week cycle. What's the outcome we'd like to see with this? What does success look like? Okay. What are the dates? Cool. Let's pull up a monthly planner. Let's lock in all those dates and any other dates that are hard constraints, holidays, weddings, birthdays, things you got to do. Okay. Then we get to go across the week and we get to map out specific goals for each role that we play, including the business. We get to put those goals into the week across specific timeframes. So we know on Thursday afternoon, we're, you know, outreaching to, um, you know, past clients from the past month, or we're on Friday morning, we're kicking off the looking at an overview of a new content marketing strategy that's going to start next month. We're clear because we've already outlined what these smaller goals are and how they align with the projects. Okay. From here, we've just got to map in your deliveries. So if you if you teach classes, if you, you know, if, like me, I do face to face coaching. These these are basically appointments, sixty to ninety minute appointments. If you whatever you have, that's the actual delivery that get needs to get locked in also. And you can do this different ways. You could, for example, you know, we're going on a holiday. I booked out from Tuesday till Thursday afternoon. So that obviously you, you can't book in a, an appointment then that makes total sense. But you might also book out key time for innovation, a whiteboard strategy session, uh, a staff training day. You got to book out the things that are in line with uh, the bigger vision. You know, they, they call this um, quadrant two work important but non-urgent it needs to be booked out or else what's going to happen is the urgent day-to-day -day stuff will fill every space that you've got okay and that's pretty much it you know how you work 20 minute pomodoro 90 25 minutes 90 minutes hour-long blocks this is going to change person to person um I have certain ways that I like to do it. Others, everyone will have their own sort of thing. The goal isn't to work constantly. The goal is to set up uh, specific tasks to get them done over time, practices in different areas, and then be able to address other areas in life as well, and then have these boundaries in so that we get time off, get to go to the beach. I go for a walk every afternoon, every night at, sorry, uh, 5.45. Um, go for a surf, you know, get your training in. I've got my four uh, sessions in at the gym already locked in for the next, like I know what's what the sessions are more or less. And then once these times and frameworks are in place, then you get to be creative within the structure. So the structure supports energy and it supports creativity, not the other way around. Okay, that's it. We're gonna we're gonna wrap this one up uh, here. If you have any particular questions, send them along. John at johntmarsh.com. Biggest thing I think is vision or story drives the day to day. Uh, 
If not, the day-to-day -day will drive your story, right? And that's a dangerous, slippery slope uh, for any of us, all right? Thank you so much for listening. Really appreciate it as always. And looking forward to seeing you on the next episode.